Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to our Real Housewives of Orange County episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself, Pauline, and my darling, Kate. Excuse me. Uh, this is the time of the week we dive headfirst into Real Housewives of Orange County and all the other Bravo shows that are currently airing. Kate Nye's podcast, Tender Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Wednesday. And in that podcast, we break down a show from the TLC network or the Discovery Plus network, past or present, and there is so much shit to cover. Without further ado, let's dive into Bravo. Hello, Kate. Hello. Bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. And pump, pump teeny cosmopolitan. Um, <laughs> that should be the way we greet each other. I don't know if you ever did that in drama classes. There was um, this exercise we'd always do. Our drama teacher would say, okay, so you're going to go and you're meeting your friend and you're having an argument about the fact that she stole a dress from you, but you can't use words, you can only use numbers. Don't know if you ever did that exercise. I didn't, but that sounds fun. So it's like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, like that. Um, we could do that, but just with Bravo catchphrases. <laughs> we definitely cosmopolitan. Perfect yeah. Time. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! We would really be institutionalized at that point if that yeah. was our speech like the two crazy aunts that have their own language that would be us so fully si- like we're sims exactly <laughs> oh, yeah. Sense. yeah um so kate i had no idea that there was not going to be an episode of orange county this week neither did i i was okay not i didn't know whether i missed date. the memo i just went on today and i was like oh great i'm gonna watch it and then i was like why is it not on and then i googled it. i was like oh shit okay um so obviously we're not discussing. I'm annoyed they took a break because I've got to tell you, Kate, I'm really enjoying OC. Really enjoying it. Me too. What was there some dumb sports thing? Why? That's no. usually what I assume. Oh, there was something that said I. This cannot be right because it's fucking Bravo, 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 fucking Bravo. But they said that um, it was because of the controversy of Shannon 
like not wanting stuff to be aired. I don't believe that though. I don't know. I don't know why they took a break, but sometimes they do it scheduling wise that maybe they need a certain episode to land on a certain date. So they had to take a break. I don't know. I'm annoyed about it though. Um, So we have no OC, um, but I know there were clips released for the next episode where Shannon, I think it's her, someone's hosted, well, Shannon walks off. She's having a conversation with Heather Dubrow and then Heather Dubrow is like, let's just talk about the fact that uh, Jen Johnson Jansen that lives in a houseboat just wants, enjoys the fame. You told us that. And she's like, done. And she gets, she throws her water bottle on the floor, walks off to production. Yeah. She is trapped in this show because she needs the money. She is trapped. You're right. You're right. That David Bedore is going to be left penniless with the title. Oh, apparently he's back with her, that wife. But anyway, we digress. Um, So there was no OC, but we obviously, we have Crappy Lake. I know you didn't get a chance to watch Crappy Lake this week, Kate. I did watch it. Um, I did watch Roni as well. Um, and but the biggest news, guys, is if you're listening to this, you're Bravo fans. So, you, so the Bethany of it all, the Bethany of it. Oh, Kate, tell me your reaction when I sent you the crisis message. Okay, I. This is a crisis. I was su- surprised, but then I thought, of course. Of course, Bethany is getting cashing in on Scandaval under the guise of concern. Of course, Rachel is taking this moment for PR. You know, I was like, this makes sense, actually. And um, Bre- Bethany is the queen at staying relevant. Like, she's always in the conversation. Always. I mean, I had read that this was... um That this was... It was mentioned on, I always say Les Do, the early 2000s club in Hollywood, uh, Dumois. Dumois had had somebody a couple of weeks ago that said she's going to team up with Bethany. So I'd actually, we, I'd already read that that was a possibility. And I was like, yeah, probably. But obviously, yes, it it happened. Um, it's incredibly embarrassing the more that comes out. Now, Kate, you texted me and you were like, oh, I'll listen to it for the pod. I said, don't you dare. Don't you dare give her the ratings. Don't you listen to it? No, you did. So I cannot wait to hear what you got out of it. There, there are apparently two, three parts to it. She's released one and two. Um, I've read, obviously, summaries by these glorious people that do the work for us. And it is the clips that Bethany has been releasing are so, they're cringy. And I, I overuse that word just because... But the only way to describe it, because she's making it as though this is a such a serious, fantastic, noble thing I'm doing by standing up against the man, the big companies. And I'm going to give this girl. She's even like crying at one point, being like, they said that to you. And then another point, she's going, uh, yeah, I never watched the show. So, oh, Tom owns a bar. And I all these summaries I'm reading, I was boiling. And then it's like, cut to break, add, 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 add. So I cannot wait to hear what you say. Before that, I'm just going to read what I put on our Instagram that I did respond. <laughs> you know, I get very heated. I get very heated in the comment section. So I went over to this latest one and she's like standing there like it's or sat there with Rachel like, I know this is going against what everybody wants, 
but let's everyone hear her voice because this is important. No, wait, go back to fucking Haiti and still help those people out, all right? You were doing great work and you're sat with Rachel. Like, so I wrote back this. <clears throat> Tender Loving Care podcast commented. <laughs> this is not some feminist honorable move by interviewing her. The questions asked are poor and selected to create a narrative in brackets. That's an ode to Carol Five Good Summers Radzeville that works with your agenda to be held as a woman of disruption, change and a leader of an important movement. Instead, this whole interview is an embarrassment for you both. You never watch the show and your motivation is not genuine. The relief work that you have done has been incredible. Continue such fantastic causes that impact people that need it. This interview and importance that you are giving to this woman who made terrible life decisions diminishes all that you have done. You put that on Bethany's post? Yeah. (laughs) On behalf of both of us. So I didn't know that. Well, unfortunately, Kate, I'm responding to a lot. Uh, so I will say stuff like, no, I, that was, and that was mild, but yeah. it was forthright. We've got a ton of likes from it, by the way, sure. ton of people in Bethany's yeah. like it. And also I wanted it to be articulate enough to say that stop acting like you're doing this honorable thing is ridiculous. This yeah. woman made the choices to go and sleep with someone she shouldn't have slept with. Is it the end of the world? No. Is it disgusting and disastrous? Yes. End of story. Move on. Bethany comes in. I am so brave for doing this and bringing you her voice. And I cannot believe they spoke to you like that at the reunion. Didn't watch any of it. But um, anyway, Kate, tell me everything about what you thought. Okay, so you say the part two is out? Yes, out today. Oh, okay. Yesterday, I listened to part one. Okay. So I haven't heard the second one, so I can really only speak to the first part. But um. So the cadence of the interview is Rachel speaking and think, you know, placing oh. her words really carefully and slowly. Oh. And then Bethany jumps in and is like, oh, so you mean you were manipulated and reality TV yeah. and da, 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 da. Yeah. that's what you meant, right? And she's like, yeah. yes, exactly. Got it. <laughs> that's kind Got of it. that's kind of the the cadence of it. Um I did it did make me think at points and it it didn't like put me on her side but I did have moments of being like what if the worst thing that you ever said or did to somebody when you were stupid in your 20s was like on tv and the whole country hated you absolutely you know it really did make me kind of step back and be like that was some shit you know and yeah everyone not everyone has you know been a part of a cheating scandal which is horrible you know not a honorable thing to be involved with but like everyone's done shitty shit you know like everyone has said something terrible to a friend yeah or betrayed someone in some other way um or just had a moment they would rather people didn't really know about you know everyone's Mm -hmm. got that stuff they don't like bring up to people and so that's kind of what it made me think about that like made me sort of just like sit on her side of it for a second you know it did it did take me there a little bit um and it was interesting because bethany talked about it in the eyes of a housewife saying yeah you have these 
40, 50, 60 year old women and they get so involved with this show and they ruin their reputations and then they're basically chained to the show and they have these producers coming back and saying, well, you, you know, you're either on top or you're on bottom either way, come back and tell your side of the story, especially when you're on bottom. Don't let them tell your story. You come back and say, if you don't come back, everyone else is going to, you know, say whatever they want. And that's how they get you back. And, you know, they're pressuring you to act in all these crazy ways. And you were on this show where everyone else was doing stuff like this. So, you know, and you got producers in your face and everything's moving so fast and you're drinking and blah, blah, blah. And so she's kind of like, Mm-hmm. talk and shop about being a reality star and how wild and crazy it is and how you kind of get like stuck in it I think it's all valid what you're saying and and um Rachel uh absolutely has you know so much so, I think the hate that has been leveled between be- towards her and Tom um has gone on, uh, how, let me see here. I think Tom's disgusting and he shouldn't be on the show. And I don't think he, they should all be filming with him. I don't think Rachel should be on the show and she's not and she never will be again now, it looks like. And I think we move past it. Um, it's done. Throw them into the rubbish. Like, they're gone. Um, and, but what's happened is, is that I don't think Rachel has the intellectual ability um a maturity to be able to really understand what um what happened and how to kind of turn things around she's making mistake everywhere she goes this was a terrible mistake to do this um bethany's going to make a ton of money and she's not making anything um she made money from the show that was a stupid point as well bethany says i understand that you make less than my interns she made $350,000 on scandal if i was her and i had a good publicist i would have come out and i would have made money anyway on a big interview she didn't um i think that um the beating up uh, of you know people like throwing drinks on tom and throwing drinks on Rachel, that's all stupid and we even said that when look we were both posting about how tom is a fucking moron and rachel was disgusting which they are they did terrible things those are your consequences but anything more like it was done we're over it move on and yeah. this is just following her now um while she's watching i don't know if you saw the videos all last night that uh, the night before last there was a big um thing at sir and they were all filming and there's ariana walking into the club with tom next tom beside her it's just like well just dude you you just look stupid at this point like you either part the show and you agree to everything which you evidently have done but then don't beforehand say i will never film with him i'll never do anything you're going against everything that everybody kind of supported you for it's interesting because ariana she's not she's not a 65 year old housewife who has completely embarrassed herself on tv and you know has no other prospects for work she has so many prospects and she's doing everything making you know all these deals and she could easily pivot and be you know like a host for i picture like a host for e or like yeah she could have got those little things in but she went back to what she knew it's interesting back against her word and is sat at a table with him yeah i mean well something that rachel said that i yeah found interesting is that 
according to Rachel, Tom and Ariana have been basically just business partners for a really long time. And she's like, that's why I'm not that surprised that they're still living together because it's just kind of like how it has always been. They're just doing what they've been doing for years. I do. And she says in it, I gave Tom the key to my apartment, which, by the way, is around the corner from my house, which I would have loved if he'd stayed there. She says, well, I was in treatment. He never went in. He ne- he instead stayed in the house with Ariana. Um, I don't think I think you're I think it's a very you never know what goes on behind people closed doors. I think Ariana and Tom, for all intents and purposes, obviously were in a relationship. They were calling each other partners. Both of them knew full well, this is not a healthy relationship. This is not going anywhere. We don't have sex. We're on a show together. We're kind of in a relationship, but let's just leave it be. That's that's what it was. And then Tom went with somebody else. Yeah. And and I think that her staying in that house with him, remember when it all happened, we were like, move out. You have money. You have friends. Go, and, But they still haven't. They both still live in that house, which is so stupid. And um, also in part two today, Kate, it came out that um, Tom Sandoval went into negotiations for this next season and has been given a producer credit because of all he did for Scandival. If that doesn't say they're selling their soul to Bravo. And I think that Bethany's on this tirade about proving who Bravo is and who all these big machines are that create shows like this. Like Ryan Bailey posted something. It's like, oh, wow, how shocking. These people exploit people for money. Wow, Bethany. Wow. Like, we all know that's what's going on. And that's so indicative. Like, Tom went and said, I gave you all these viewings. I want producer credit. He's going to make a fortune now. And Ariana's is. along with the ride. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then I will tell you another thing very quickly. Kristen posted something because she mentioned Kristen in part two. She claims that Kristen was going to come forward with information about James Kennedy being physically violent towards her. And Bravo shut it down because they knew it would be the end of the show and said, we'll give you a spinoff. And Kristen took it. What did Kristen, Kristen say? came on this morning on Instagram and said, I listened to snippets of what Rachel said today that came out. And some of that is true. I was not paid off. um, But some of what not everything she's saying is a lie. And Rachel reposted Kristen and wrote courage over it or something. So it's a mess. It's a mess. It is. And the Sheena stuff, she talked about how she got painted as someone who was completely using Sheena, but yet she would she went on Sheena's podcast and it Sheena was like, it's the most downloaded pod episode I've ever had. And she was taking care, I think she took care of Sheena's animal for her, and she says she was paying Sheena rent. So she's like, it wasn't, um, you know, like I it was a give and take. Yeah. Um, and she says that her and Ariana were never like they yeah. weren't best friends and they, they never hung out one on one outside of the show. Um, so it I think she is a young woman in her twenties, typical LA sort of girl who, yeah. you know, wanted fame and she said she knew that she'd get paid more um next season if she made a good show this season. And so she played along with whatever the producer said. She yeah. made some bad decisions. She's 
you know, now she's trying to like get, get her truth out there and she's a human being. I don't, I don't think like she's the devil, like everyone's done made mistakes, but um, we all kind of knew that. I think it always goes, the blame is more blame is equal between them both, but yeah. he was in a relationship and she went along with it. I she, I think she was drinking way too much. She broke up from James and James was terrible to her. Um, Terrible to her. We saw some of the like stuff, but she says, I thought I was going to marry him. That just broke up. So I was in a relationship, broke up. It was horrible. He was, had a new girlfriend in a heartbeat, which was awful. And I was seeking something that I shouldn't have. I knew that I. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. To turn up the drama for money, like you say, and I went along with it. I was drinking too much. I made stupid decisions and this all blew up. Yeah. And I just don't think she's very emotionally intelligent. I just think that's the bottom line. I don't think she's emotionally intelligent. I don't think she understands anything. And hopefully the treatment that she was in, I don't know if it was real treatment or a health spa with a psychiatrist, who knows? Yeah, it sounds like there were sort of group sessions, group therapy Mm -hmm. sessions. And um, she said she ended up opening up and, you know, bonding with the the other people there. Um, What was I going to say? I I think... uh, she uh i lost it anyway so yeah i mean i'm sure you'll listen to this part three is going to come out tomorrow i'm not so much angry at, i mean or annoyed by her it's bethany 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 and that carol radzaville listen I'm not a fan of carol radzaville you know that and carol radzaville wrote underneath it's like go to bed go <laughs> what did she say to kelly go to sleep go to sleep she needs to take some gummy bears and go to sleep. She's commenting on everything. Carol, who, by the way, said, you know, I never want anything to do with the show. I was like forced to do it. I don't, I'll never talk about it. Give me a break. She's on everything. She wrote underneath Bethany's, one of Bethany's comments. Um, well, you, um, uh, you don't, she's not very, she's shrewd, but not very intelligent. So Carol wrote about Bethany and she spelt shrewd wrong. yes it was beautiful so guys there's so much going on with that but i think bethany it's you've messed stuff up dude stick to humanitarian work this is not this is not a good look and you've had tons of stuff that aren't good looks but you've recovered but this i think she's just bethany is just like she knows how to capitalize on drama she doesn't want to be on the show 
but she still loves drama and, and is so opinionated that she is like, oh, I. It's more I, than that, though, Kay. It's this. She's got such an ego on her that she thinks she's doing something for humanity because she has actually done work that's helped people. And this, she's like, you know what? I've done that and I've helped people. And people praised her quite rightly. She won awards for humanitarian work. But this, she's like, but this is also something I'm going to jump on. All right, I'm going to do this now. This is a good idea, right? I'm going to do this. But this is not a good idea, Bethany. This, this, you're getting no awards for this. This and going against Bravo and all these powerhouses of reality TV. She thinks she's going to make an impact and she's not. Okay, I wasn't really, view- I guess I haven't seen much of like how Bethany is presenting it. Oh, her doing yeah. this. So that's kind of the piece I was missing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was that. Anyway, <laughs> so that was that, guys. We could talk more about it, but that was, I'm sure you have tons of your own opinions on it. Be, uh, go and be sure to go and check us out on Instagram at Tender Loving Care um, podcast. And you can email us your opinions as well at Tender Loving Care pod at gmail.com. Um, we need to talk. We have so Crappy Lake Kate. Um, you know, it is such a breath of fresh. Yeah. These old, these, sorry, what was I about to say? I was going into Real Housewives of um, New York by saying these old cackling hags. I do not mean that. Um, <laughs> Sonia and Lou are just icons. That is the right word for them. For What they have done since the first scene of Sonia Morgan coming down her stairs in the townhouse meeting Lou and our first scene of Lou in her grand townhouse as a countess to them now, it is amazing a story for Um, the ages yeah it is a story for the ages kate it really is i hope to someday teach it like dartmouth or somewhere like i just want to have a class if anyone can do it you can thank you so much um but we see so this week they're doing christmas in july um in benton and they redid their hotel rooms um and we saw lou's brother last week come in and you just see these two women, they're both, they really are like old school, funny, witty performers. They're just, and they work brilliantly. I was so worried about this when we first started discussing it, Kate, that it was going to be them trying a bit too hard or putting anything on, but they really have not at all. No. And I think that they, it would have been really off-putting if they came in with any sort of airs about them and didn't relate to the people in the town in a yep. authentic way but they they didn't do that they came in and they're super down to earth and just having a good time with them oh they are so fun so they do this christmas in parade a christmas in july parade sonia's wearing the tiniest santa skirt mrs a claus skirt and um some people are put by it but lou's just being amazing um sonia's being amazing they're getting ready for the follies so Lou is that this was honestly really brilliant. Lou is there directing them all. And Sonia's like, who do you think you are? Like Simon Cowell. And she's like, more, can we get more light on this? All right, someone, but we want playback on that. She's brilliant. And it's just Lou. It's just Lou being a Taurus, taking charge, bossing everyone around and just being, she's just everything. And then they go, we have a surprise guest. And they bring out from a car, Paula Abdul. Now, she she hasn't been right for a long time if you want a great show to watch go and scour the archive somewhere for her reality show that she had for like a hot minute on bravo it was early days of reality show like jessica simpson days and paula abdul has this show 
that follows her around and she's off her head the entire time on pills. She's like stood there and she's like falling asleep. She's got alcohol in her cup. It's an amazing reality show. Oh, you guys boy. have to go and find it. Um, but she gets dragged into Benton and and then lose like it's Paul Abdul and everyone's like, oh! and she like choreographs the young girls. She doesn't seem quite right in it, but it's it's brilliant. How, wait, the young girls know who Paula Abdul That's is? That's what I was going to say. Lou was so good. She brought her out and she's like, guys, this is Paula Abdul, you know, choreographer, singer, American Idol. I guess a lot of people would kind of know her from American Idol because she was on that as a judge, wasn't she? Yeah, that's, I think that's, I mean, that's how I, well, no, that's not true. I think my mom showed me her music, but. Um, I She was very yeah. American. I've, I'd never heard of her, but um, she is, br- she's brilliant. That reality show, Kate, she's literally like cr- crying all the time. She'd be in the back of a limo in like the early 2000s, just the name of it's on the tip of my tongue um being paula or paul god it was good and in it you see a scene where she gets an email to find out that she hasn't um she's been fired from um the gig of choreographing the brat's dolls movie and she just sits at a kitchen table and is crying and if no one can console her it's so weird it's such a weird thing hey paula seven episodes one season they could it, not film another one. It aired on Bravo in 2007. Glorious, guys. Go back and watch it. It's brilliant. Um, so that was kind of it. We saw them do that. They're just preparing for the final episode is next week. And then the two of them have a song. And if you heard them trying to remember the lyrics, it's brilliant. So it's just lighthearted. It's a fresh, it's a fresh, it's a breath of fresh after all of, you know, fighting and stuff. You just see two women that are legends for, of reality tv and they are doing good in this town and lou just looks amazing sonia's a mess half the time it's brilliant work brilliant yeah i'm really glad they did the show i know it's fantastic um so was that so kate what else do we have to discuss new york i guess we need to discuss new york yeah so roni uh we start the episode still at the dinner table it's this friends giving brin's giving uh, that they're doing and Bryn is still uh, she's in the middle of telling them about her really traumatic childhood it was uh, yeah uh, I mean th- there was a lot a lot I think of darkness in her past that she told us some of and there was probably a lot more that would ever be told but it was a very very abusive situation so that was really hard we saw a lot of it last week um and then she was, yeah, she was saying that and all the girls were kind of um, obviously sympathetic towards it. Then where did we go from the Thanksgiving? I made no notes well, on this. At the, well, after she, that conversation passes, yeah. then this cackling hags comment gets dissected. Right. And we see that going into the next scene as well. It's, I, I don't think that's, what do you think of that? I think that's not that offensive. I mean, listen, the, is it Jessel? I still don't know any of their names. Sorry, Jessel. Yeah, the English girl is um, doing her job. And I would say she's doing she's doing a job for the housewives. And I'm encouraged by her because. Yeah. And by the way, cat, old cackling hags, oh, please, do we remember the type of stuff Ramona used to say? Just just greeting people about, oh, you look awful. Your husband's probably going to divorce you. So where are we going for lunch? I mean, that was just never, never discussed again. So the fact this is even being dissected is like, ladies, learn from your peers, please 
This yeah. is not a deal. So no, I don't think it's, and then Jess was like, well, it's an English thing. We're harsher. And she's, that's very much Lisa Vanderpump thing to do to say, well, we're just English. And this is what you say. Pretty much it is true, but also it's not a big deal. Cackling hags, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they're kind of picking on her about, oh, you looked so miserable at our weekend away. You kept saying you, <laughs> and then Bryn is, I love her you know stirring the pot she's pretty good at it too yeah and she's like well the whole weekend you just kept saying how much you needed to go home and take care of your kids and see your kids but then I called you the night your first night back and you said you're going out oh well that was a work dinner and then Aaron turns to her and is like you're working now yeah and this is another conflict of the episode because Jessel like took time off to take care of her twin babies yeah, and, and didn't tell anyone she was entering the workforce again, and then is offended when they are surprised by that. Yeah, um, there is a lot going on with Jessel, and the girls have already honed in on it because this whole thing with her husband is dark. And she's you. We've seen this so many times, Kate, that women come on the show to get divorced. We could start listing them. There's so too many to list. She could be one of them, um, or she may have an arrangement with this husband. Whatever it is, it isn't good what's going on with her husband so i think she has a ton of secrets that will hopefully come out which we want with our housewives um but she, the the Aaron of everything i kept thinking she's very i don't think she's very interesting to look at and that's not something talking about whether she's pretty or not it's like with our housewives we want something to look at we want something that's like you're a little bit kooky or you're a little bit off or you're a little bit something. And she just doesn't have anything like that. There's no spice to her. But I figured who she reminds me of. Oh. And it's uh, someone that I still thought think is a great housewife, um, Heather Thompson from Roni. She gives me Heather Thompson vibes. She wants to be the leader. She's a businesswoman. She's in charge. She is is getting picked on for not being a great hostess and not knowing everything um calls people out calls people out yeah so I'm kind of like okay I kind of see you in this role and I'm okay with that um and then Jessel is doing the work she's being kind of nasty and she's doing a Ramona-esque like she says terrible she's saying some really interesting things when she sits down with Erin and she says um I think it's Troy Becker yeah it's really up and coming (laughs) Ah, oh, that is a Ramona remark. Just, <laughs> they were like, what? It's Tribeca, New York City. Like, it's been popular and buzzing since, I think like Bryn said, since JFK Jr. was there. I mean, it was so big. Yeah. Now, she was saying that, and then they kind of had this very, very awkward coffee date. <laughs> and Kate, I will tell you, whether it was intentional or not, I was, I'm okay to let it slide right now. But did it remind you of any infamous Royal Housewives of New York scene? Uh, the coffee date? Yeah. I don't know. You'll tell me. They get into this arg. It, they go to go resolve their problems. Obviously, it, they say it turns out 10 times worse, right? She goes, maybe she, they leave it by saying, well, maybe you should go back to work. She's like, yeah, because I do work. We just explained that. Okay, yep, got it. She made the Tribeca comment. They're both really awkward. Jessel stands up and leaves. Erin stands up afterwards and they have an awkward like are we going to meet in the corridor outside and she says she's nuts she's fucking nuts while she's looking down at her phone 
And it reminded me exactly of the brass monkey with Kelly and Bethany. You're up here. I'm up here. You're down here. Remember they like bumped into each other leaving and Bethany was like, she's nuts. She's crazy. It was very much like that. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. 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 Which very happy about you know i like stuff like that uh being repeated if they're gonna go with that um jessel does seem off yeah she they bring up the sex stuff still no sex um they're really they're gonna dig into her they are her skeletons in her closet they've all got the the red dot on her like they're like this is who we're aiming for so we see that and then she has this um See, once again, you're very, very Heather-esque. Has this party with, like, not influencers, but well-known people in fashion, very well-known people. Um, And then um, I saw some criticism of that. They were like, oh, the old Roni couldn't pull in people like Vogue editor. I was like, we had a Countess and we had a Morgan on it. So stop. Um, Anyway, so we see that. And then they're all sat there and it's kind of boring. And Bryn is saying stirring up drama because jenna didn't come and she's like oh well she's jenna lions because she's lying she's decorating a christmas tree it's just like uh, okay okay, are we doing something here or are we not that's how i feel about this show it's like are we doing it or are we not and if we're doing it you you ladies need to work a lot harder they're kind of dipping their toe in the pool rather than jumping in like uh the salt lake city women i feel like really jumped in the pool you know um, oh yeah and they're kind of a little timid okay like why'd you and- call us hags you know like <laughs> starting to pick the fight and they have to get warmed up so i'm like okay maybe they just need you know a few episodes to figure out kind of get their footing what what are we gonna what are the dynamics here okay but all right we'll Kate. See. i mean we'll i'm see. still gonna be watching but it's just it, it's it's like just do something guys come on i want fights where are the dinner where are the fights at dinner like please come on i need that um and that was kind of oh we saw i don't understand that sai being an influencer what she is wearing in her confessionals that corset that doesn't even fit her it's and then you just see her unboxing a load of stuff it's just like okay i mean this is not this is not what we're here for i need to check out her instagram i want to see her influencer stuff and see what it's all about i'm curious she describes it all in the episode about how she got started, that BuzzFeed, she was doing a mummy blog, and then BuzzFeed wrote an article about her, and she went viral. So I'm kind of like, oh, I need to write to BuzzFeed about our podcast. <laughs> I think we yes. do. Um, so I don't know, I don't really have anything else to say about Honestly, I don't have anything else to say about it, Kate. Do you? Not really. Not really. Not really um okay so that was it so we watched that was i think that's all the bravo news then guys i think we kind of covered everything that's new york i just need something to happen i'm watching it for the sake of watching it but uh i need everyone to shut up about it saying how amazing it is because it's it's just not i'm not saying it's terrible but it is not amazing so stop you know you know you rewatch when salt lake city's first season that was brilliant that was great salt lake city this is not so, all right, we're going to love you and leave you. We are going, guys, now to actually record 
our Patreon episode and our subscriber episode. So as you know, I know we talk about this a lot, but um, we have certain episodes that are only available to our subscribers and to our Patreon members. There, It's only five bucks a month and you will get two extra episodes from us a month um, in which it's nothing to do with Bravo, nothing to do with TLC. What we do is we deep dive into documentaries about the weird, the wild, the wonderful, the paranormal, the pop culture, unsolved murders, unsolved crimes, we dive headfirst into it and we are about to record, and this is going to be some discussion, Kate. We are about to record, Kate's suggestion for this week was the docu- two-part docu-series on HBO, What Happened Brittany Murphy, about the life and death of Brittany Murphy. Um, we have so, I know I have so much to say, I'm sure Kate has tons to say. So we're going to go and record that. It's going to be released today, Friday. You're listening to this. You can listen to it too. Just go into your feed. You will see it. What happened, Brittany Murphy? There's a little lock. Click it. Enter your details. $5 a month. You'll get the back catalog of all the other documentaries we've spoken about. And then you'll carry on getting them twice a month from us. It supports us. It supports our potty so much. It's just Kate and I doing all of this. So Believe me when we say your five bucks means a lot. So thank you for our support. Um, we're going to see you next week. Kate, anything else? Um, we would really appreciate any five-star ratings that you could mm. go and give us. Um, and also telling a friend about the podcast is something that is totally free that you can do. That also helps a ton. Um, mm. And thank you so much for being here. We love you. Absolutely. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.